Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option if you're doing fertility or IVF can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to viahemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I say? Look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. Do you enjoy playing relaxing puzzle games on your phone? I do. It's even better when they're free and you can collect prizes along the way. Welcome to Two Dots. I have been playing Two Dots to relax my mind, unwind, and there's something very methodical about it. The premise of the game is you connect dots horizontally, vertically, but never diagonally. And you head from level to level. And as I mentioned, you do collect points along the way if you are into that. More than 5,000 puzzles to keep you engaged and relaxed after a very long day, uniquely designed challenges challenges, game modes, and levels to choose from based on what adventure you are into. And by the way, you can download it for free right now on your Android phone or iOS. I also like the color template of this game. It's very, it's giving me very like pastel-y vibes. So yeah, I think you're going to enjoy it too. If you are ready to kick back and unwind, download Two Dots for free on Android and iOS and start connecting. Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, neutrophil, baby. (laughs) You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. Let's go. Mm, mm, give it to me like a Peloton mm. ad. I'm cycling. I'm bicycling. I'm cycling. There it is, Age. You got the right one. It's a podcast. Every day she'll make you say, Oh my God. Sing the song like you're coming. Oh my God. Okay, okay. Hell no, cut it. Cut. <laughs> Sorry, Scene. Like, yeah. Cut. Did That's disgusting. See, wait, didn't you want that? What? You killed the music. Okay, you didn't know. I- 
<laughs> I got so flustered. I was like, oh my God, oh my God. Sarah's finishing. Oh my God. Okay, yeah. I, I didn't know you were like going to get really into character. She You're goes, such a good actress. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. You were like, just end it like you're coming. I was like, okay, no problem. Oh, my, man. Sorry. Okay. What? You guys are so weird. Oh, what? Okay, it's not like I'm a thousand years old and I don't have sex on this show. Oh. Christina, our intern, and AJ are in here and they're looking at me like, oh my God, you're so gross. Anyway, welcome to the podcast. We're live on YouTube. It's at HeyFresh. We're live on Facebook. It's at HeyFresh Podcast. We're live on Instagram. It's at HeyFresh. Anyway, get on board. You can comment, like, share. We have so much to talk about. A lot of breaking news coming out about the Jesse Smollett uh, incident that happened two nights ago in Chicago. He was allegedly attacked, perhaps uh, targeted, after um, Fox had received some letters specifically talking about homophobia. Jesse Smollett, he's attacked outside of a subway, beaten, like, horribly. But Chicago police have an update now. They say they've reviewed hours of video and they cannot find the attack. Interesting. Now, they're not saying they're not at this point saying that it's not true. They're just saying that they haven't found anything. And they say that when they got to Jesse Smollett, the apartment that he was at, that he wanted them to turn off their body body uh, cameras, which isn't, I guess, which I actually think is good because he's a celebrity. So if I were him, I would also want police. Police apparently have to come in when they come into your home. They have to tell you they're recording. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they told him they were recording. He asked that they not record. And so... Just for his own privacy? Well, I, nobody knows. I mean, I'm, really I'm, assuming, I'm assuming it's for his own privacy. Right. And uh, I don't know. Maybe he didn't want to give the, you know, the account of what happened. Like, and the supposed threat he recording. received before the attack was fake. Like the, the, the letter that he got that was like, you're going to die with a noose around his neck drawn. Yes. Really, that's fake. So... Uh, it's it's really interesting what where this story is headed. I, I'll be curious to see what people say. You can definitely weigh in, you guys, like what you think. Um, Tarek says, hey, Frage, hashtag salute. We love you guys. Be sure to share the Facebook uh, party and start a watch party right now. Start one. Why start a watch not? party. Start a watch party. Why not? We got a lot to get to on the show. I went to, I, I put this out on Instagram and then I got a ton of feedback from people. But Monday night was our first Catholic premarital classes. It was our engagement. Struck me as surprising you guys did Catholic. I forget that you both were raised Catholic. And now you're kind of more spiritual-esque. Well, right? Schman is really half Jewish and half Catholic. His father's side was, is Jewish. Yeah, okay. So, But he never was raised Jewish. He was raised Catholic. So I, I love call, what you call him. What do you call I call him my cashew. <laughs> you know, he's a Catholic Jew. I'm Which like, is so like vegan cashew. of you. cashew. <laughs> Anyway, so he was raised Catholic. His mother's very religious. So, and, you know, my parents were, my mom was, you know, in light of everything that's happened in the Catholic Church, now everybody's, like, not so enthused, right. you know? Yeah. But we are set to get married in the oldest Catholic Church in New England, right? This beautiful, I cannot wait so until historic. you come. I didn't know that. Oh, my God. It's gorgeous. And my great, great, great grandfather donated the land. So it was his farmland that he gave. So there's a lot of, like, family meeting, right? That's how long you guys have been in Maine, Oh, forever and ever. Yeah, Amazing. yeah, yeah. For years and years. I know. I know. A true Mainanite and a true Washingtonian. Look I mean, at us. They've been surviving the polar vortex for the past Jesus 250 Christ. years. I mean, come on. Come on. I mean. And somehow Sarah's like always cold. She like never adopted those genes. Yeah, I don't my know ancestors froze to death and I know better now. I think to myself, I'm beginning to get cold in my bones. Let's go south. Let's go somewhere. I'm the only one. So we go to we go to premarital classes on Monday night and it was it was actually. 
actually really nice. I love the spirituality of almost any religion. Um, but the hard part was they get to the part about marriages between a man and a woman. And the priest handled it really well. But he was like, you know, um, this is our stance. Uh, we would really appreciate if you came to us with any questions, concerns, comments, and at least heard out our side, which I thought was a very diplomatic way of saying it. But it's just like hard because uh, you know, then he goes on and goes, I assure you, I've been counseling people with same sex attraction. And folks, it is not the way to grace. And oh, geez. Like, was there any other same sex couples in the class? No, no. Oh, it was all young people. And he completely lost the audience at that point. Because, you know, everybody, <laughs> like all the women, like everyone starts leaning back. Like, mm-hmm. why, would, why wouldn't he stray away from that whole entire topic as a whole? Oh, they didn't. They took it right on. Jeez, I would have. <laughs> they took raised, it right on. Raised past that, had his little two cents in there, and then just like moved on. Because no. you're going to lose people that way. So already you guys are like, Meh. let me tell you, the audience was all under 38. And the minute he started in, lost them. Lost them. People lost were him. bringing out their phones. They were, were you like, guys mm-hmm. the geriatric couple in, in the class? We thought we would be. <laughs> Dan was like, Schman was like, we're going to be the oldest couple here. We There was a couple that tied us. There were a couple couples nice. that were very, really nice. Everybody, you know, kind of mixes and mingles. I love it. Maybe you guys will meet some more friends because you guys don't hang out with like too many other people outside of the That's two of you. That's by design. <laughs> okay. I don't want to hang out with anyone else. I want to go home. I want to curl up on my sofa and I want to watch TV. I want to watch my documentaries. I love all, right. all my documentaries. Oh, I know you do. I paid four ninety nine. I watched Whitney this week. I I don't need to be watching another documentary on Whitney. I know every. I know what like where she slept and what she ate. I don't need to watch another one. Now I know where you're cutting your cable cord because you guys just watch <laughs> Netflix and Hulu, and Amazon oh Prime Video. God. We totally do. We totally do. You don't need to pay for your cable. Send save that for the wedding. All that money you spend on cable. And, uh, I know. We really are. We're talking about cutting the cord. But people were great. You guys sent me really good things. Like a lot of people went through the the um, marital classes with ca- the Catholic Church, too, and said they kind of ignored that part or they just disagreed right. with it. Also, the natural family planning, which I, I'm curious to get to that part, because what did they advise you? Is that like where you have sex to like, is it like the rhythm method or what? Like natural family Catholic planning, because they're basically there is no you, planning. That's what it is. That's <laughs> oh. why Catholics <laughs> F like bunnies. That's why we pro- procreate. Like Hispanics. Oh, baby, okay. There is no protection. <laughs> oh. You have sex. If you get pregnant, it's a blessing from God. And you go with, you, you never see those Catholic families at church that come to mass with eight kids. Yeah, I have they some. They take in my, a whole row. You're going to meet them at my wedding. Yes, I, I have love cousins those families. like that. I love that. So uh, you, so you're saying that their that whole spiel is basically to tell you not to use protection at all, just to like get, have, oh, I thought it was I like, so. or, or abstinence, like, like we were going to like only be able to have sex like when the stars were like aligned at a certain point because like the natural <laughs> rhythms of the world would like okay. be birth control. I'll oh. admit to you, I've never myself gone through marital classes, but all I know is the Catholic way is there is no protection. You just have sex. and Oh, great. I, I can't mom, wait. Now, when my mom does do sex talk with me, it's it's like I like, <laughs> like cover my she, ears. It's what, like very traumatic. But what she, did she tell you? She says, just abstain. Like your father and I were very careful for 10 years before you because my brother is 10 years older than me and they waited 10 years to have me. And she goes, I knew when I was ovulating, I didn't have sex. And look at us. <laughs> and I was like, actually, that's a really good point. You were able to completely miss. Now, personally, I always use condoms, which is probably why. <laughs> well, Schman and I do too. I had the pull-out the, method. I had the IUD for a long time, but it sort of started to extract itself and it was Ooh. very painful. Yeah. 
Okay, yeah, yeah no. It was not, yeah, it got, I'm not willing to do that. It got stuck down in my cervix or whatever. The little T did. So it was hanging me, out down there. All right, um, <laughs> we're over that. I, as soon as you start explaining your cervix and everything. Okay, so in the classes, do they want to ask you questions about how you want to raise kids? How do you want to prepare for your family together? What kind of questions do they ask? I don't know. I'm kind of nervous because I think the next step is you meet with a priest and then you have to fill out this kind of like really in-depth quiz or whatever. Apart from each other. Right. They, they really say to you, don't take it together, which I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to take it live on this podcast. <laughs> I mean, I want to like I want to share everything, but you have to. There was this couple in there and they were saying that their brother and sister went through premarital classes. And at one point they play the newly get wed game with you. Love Which, it. I, I mean, I what, is, play I mean what is the Catholic Church now? Are we game shows or are we religious training? What is happening? I think they're trying to make it fun for people. They're like, we're doing a game show today. Come on down. The Fraben crew. So we started <laughs> asking each other what our favorite food was in front of this other couple. We didn't get one thing right. Well, Dan's like lentils and Sarah's like chicken wings. That's what he goes. He goes, what's my favorite food? I said, quinoa. He goes, no, it's not. It's pizza. I was like, oh, shit. Okay. Wait, wait. You tried to lie on your own quiz and he called you out on your own favorite food? And then I said to him, what's my favorite movie? And he goes, oh, I don't even know. Something old. Oh, let me think. Let me think. Um, What do you think it um, is? No one's going to. That that black and white, it's a beautiful life. It's a wonderful life. Close. Wizard of Oz is one of my favorite movies. Gone with the Wind. Oh, the OG. Oh, I do love Gone with the Wind. Wizard of Oz. The OG, the one with um, Judy, Judy Garland, Garland, favorite film of all time. Honestly, it fantastic film. I know it's so good. So anyway, we you know we had a it was an interesting experience. But people wrote to me they they had really good advice. A lot of people were like, you shouldn't get marrying the Catholic Church if you don't believe that. I totally understand that. I appreciate that. You were telling me earlier you're doing it for the sanctity of your family, like out of respect. Yeah, and I think that church has so much family meaning. You know, like Agreed. I think it. I think we would regret not doing it. You know, just yeah. because of. Um, you know, our family heritage or whatever. And I think to myself, if I leave the Catholic Church, I mean, who's going to give them hell? You know, I mean, I'm looking <laughs> forward to giving them my thoughts. I mean, I got to keep them on my toes, you know, on their toes. I Agreed. Anyway. Keep them uh, on their toes. Keep that fat. <laughs> Sarah Fraser is the one and only keeping the Catholic Church on its toes. Not yeah, the pedophile of, of the priests. Not the, <laughs> not the justice not system. The justice. There's one person out there keeping the Catholic Church on their toes. It's me. I love you, Sarah. I gotta go more often to keep them on their toes. They're like that would help. It's okay. I go enough for both of us. <laughs> All right, look, we have tons to get to. I'm obsessed with this B. Smith story. If you had a significant other, okay, fast forward. I know everyone that listens to this show is fairly young, like under 40 for the most part. Okay, fast forward. You, your significant other, 25, 30 years from now, they're diagnosed with Alzheimer's, okay? At like 60, super young. You're taking care of them three or four years, and then boom, you meet somebody you have a spark with, you decide to date, and then occasionally they come over and spend the night at your house with your partner who's got dementia and you. Like, do you find that acceptable or totally not? Well, after having the talk about sanctity of marriage, I don't think it's acceptable. I think he should divorce his wife, still care for her, and then he's able to carry on. Maybe he's not even having sex with a new partner, but I don't think it's fair for his wife, who, yes, he deserves love. That's why he should divorce his current wife, who has Alzheimer's, and and then he should carry on a new relationship with his girlfriend. Now, I love what they got going on there, but it's looking like sister wives right now. All right, we're going to get into that, and then I I have a true or false question for you, AJ. Do you think two accounts on Instagram that have thousands of followings and all they do is they run outside, they run various routes into the form of a penis. Okay. So into the shape of a penis. They're running. They're runners. Yeah. And and so they they design their routes and then they they take a picture of their routes, which are look like dicks, like the balls and everything. Do you think that these accounts are run by two women, 
two men, a man and a woman. Like, who do you think is behind this? Who do you think would run a route outside in the shape of a penis and then post it? Can I answer right now? Sure. I think two women. Really? Yeah. Okay. I think funny two women that are just... Uh, I... Okay. I'll reveal it coming up because I, I can't believe that two women would do that. That seems like... Oh, who's that juvenile as an adult? Only men. No, no. Women are so... People are just try, out there trying to get viral. Like, let's run our roots. Penis let's roots. Let's get viral. Let's go viral. Hashtag viral. Hashtag viral. I'm telling you. <laughs> what's going on with you, by the way? Before I get into commercials, what's going on with you? How's life? A lot's happened. You got like into a major oh. car <laughs> scrape. Sarah... You think good karma exists? Yes, of course. Now, I'm a Catholic. I moved home to help my family out. One would think I would be graced. I would win the lotto for that, right? Now, I know yes. a lot of people do a lot more than me. I get it. Okay? I'm not saying I'm Jesus Christ. All I'm saying is I help a lot around the house. And my grandmother had a, had a, um, a hospital visit yesterday because we're trying to get her into an old folks home. So we had to go to the hospital to get all these CAT scans. My dad just got out of furlough, so he can't take off time, right? That's, yeah, like, he's, that's like being off of work and then asking for, you know. So he's in work, so usually he would take my grandmother. So I volunteered. I said, I'm going to take you guys. I was late to work. So I take them, everything. I take my mom and my grandmother back home. It was cold outside. So that takes two hours in the morning. As I'm driving into work late, by the way, I had taken a late morning. I get completely side scraped my whole right side of my car. I bought a 2011 used Jeep Compass, a.k.a. it's trash. Oh, my but God. Hey, a.k.a. it's trash. But hey, I, I, you know, I'm not a millionaire. I'm not going to buy myself a new Benz. I did what I could. I bought a used car. Yeah, I think it's a nice car, actually. It's not bad. It's roomy. It's fine. I it don't runs. even have a car, so I, I think it's awesome. Okay, well. Hold on, you used to have a car. I did for years, yeah, but it is an extra expense. But long story. So uh, yeah, I'm driving in, totally misjudge how much space I have. Completely get sideswiped by a not moving van. It's it's stationary. It was just my own fault. Completely scraped the right side of my car. It's dented. It's trash. It's rubbish. I can't even take a picture of it because I'm so depressed. Can we open the door? Because we're supposed to go to a meeting tonight at six thirty. Can I still crawl <laughs> oh, in? I, I thought we were drinking. I didn't know I had to drive. You want me oh, to drive there? No, I'm Let's kidding. Go I'll to drive. your house, ditch the car, and then Uber to Uber. the place. Oh, we're boozing. We're boozing. Of course. Okay. No problem. Um, so anyways, I just wanted to know, I did a whole uh, IG story, find me AJ on the mic. I'm always talking about my life and how tragic it is, but it's not really tragic. I didn't get into a car crash, but now my car value, which was already very low, is now at an all-time low, y'all. The car you, ain't worth 10, like, it's not even worth $2,000 anymore. If I try to sell this car back, they look at me like I'm crazy. I think you have great karma, though. I really do. Maybe it'll happen in like two years. But in terms of- <laughs> I tell her this all the time. You are living the best life. Do you know why? Because, Bye, like, you have been exposed to, like, so many great media personalities all the time. Right, and, including Sarah Fraser. Well, all I want to do is just shed some, like, good light for you in the sense of, like, this is... I wish that I'd had the experience that you're having now because, like, you're learning valuable skills, editing true, audio, true. editing video. Those things, like, you will never be without a job. Let me, right. P.S., in this media industry, right. everybody on air, very few of them know how to edit, like, uh, you know... Right. Two minutes of video. I have been blessed in small ways. It's just funny that I go from like a grandmother off a hospital visit to completely, <laughs> completely trashing the right side of my car. It's just funny to me. It's just like, and I just kept on driving. I heard it <laughs> on the side of my car. <laughs> Ow, that hurt my jaw so bad. <laughs> I oh, just your got... teeth. Oh. oh, we're good. We're good. Okay, so oh. I keep driving. I hear the I hear the car just getting like completely trashed, and uh, yeah, I just kept moving. I was like, hey. Hashtag that showbiz. Hashtag it's showbiz. <laughs>
And that's showbiz, kids. You're so, so talented, though. I love, I love following. I know I've been blessed. I know. So. Well, I'm so excited about your career. I'm excited for your career. I'm excited well, for your marriage. I'm excited for your kids you're going to have. All right. <laughs> okay. Let's let's take it one day at a time. Okay. <laughs> let's take it one. No, I just want to I want to take this fine. moment right now. Let's just like remember this moment cuz like 2 years from now, we're going to be LA. We're going to be New York. We're going to be by coastal. Sarah's going to be pregnant with her number 2. Dano's Shimano's going to be living large in a vegan Garden. Oh, oh my God. Oh, please. He'll have the biggest vegan garden out in LA, I'm sure. Oh, Lord. He'll be tending the soil all the time. Guys, he'll, can't wait. He'll have like one baby on his front and one on the back. He'll have like baby Bjorn, baby Bjorn. And then he'll just be I soiling, can't... soiling. You know Yes. <laughs> oh, he'll like, that would be his dream. Oh, my God. Shmano's going to be the hottest stay at home dad. Oh, my God. Baby Bjorn, baby Bjorn all over. He's actually, you know what? <laughs> this would be incredible if you guys randomly had triplets. Like, you what? got. Why the fuck are you wishing that on me? That's speaking it into existence. Like you guys go to triplets. Your- <laughs> Have you seen what happens to a woman? Like her fucking belly is literally like projected, and yeah. it's like one, two, three, and it's this monster stretched out belly. Like the veins are all they can do to hold on. Like the veins are being punished. Well, I thought like, about no. your, your fissured asshole should look the same as your fissured <laughs> vagina. The the two should just like look together, right? You don't want to have one. <laughs> One, I one do have whole a fissured asshole. It's the truth. I really have. I have a fissured asshole. I do you know how busted oh. out my vagina would be if I had three kids? We'll get you reconstructive surgery. We'll get it sponsored. It'll be the whole thing. If you have triplets, do they even take them vaginally? There's no Actually, way. They probably do the C-section. You're right. They better because the veins are like <laughs> popping the fuck out. The veins are like, help me. All right. You're not octo mom. You'll be fine. I don't even know if I can handle twins. I mean, really? Like I said to Dan, we watched this awful movie, Tully, on Netflix. Yes. If you want to have kids, do not watch this. No. It's essentially about a mom who has three kids and is going through postpartum depression and oh, essentially no. hallucinates that she has a night nanny, which she doesn't have, and then something awful happens. Do not watch it. It's a oh, terrible wait. film. Dan was, was like, um, Frank, what's his name? Frank? Who's the main? Um, Charlize Theron. Oh, okay. Is, is starring in it. Interesting. I said to Dan, this isn't like real life of like what happens when you have kids, right? <laughs> He's like, no, Sarah, it's not. Like these kids are going to go to bed, right? These kids seem like they're up all night. Like I'm locking the door. Like what? Ha- can't they just find their way back to bed? Like I don't They'll know. They'll have a 24-hour nanny. Don't worry. Okay, with what coins? <laughs> <laughs> Dan's going to create a vegan uh, vegetable garden, like, you know, tool. It's going to go viral. You guys are going to be on Shark Tank. It's going to be Our great. interns. Christina, the intern, will probably basically also You're right. be. Yeah. Um, we're currently looking for uh, a nanny or a uh, child care facility to sponsor the Hey Fresh podcast. <laughs> I'm also looking into getting a facial, so we'll have <laughs> anything oh, we need to get sponsored. for West End for you, that. You do, West End. All right, look, we have to thank some of our sponsors. Life can be stressful. Let me tell you, watch Tully. Between work, family, and everything in between, it's not easy to find time for yourself. We all need some time to talk. A person who can support us through patches or even the everyday ups and downs of life. That's where Talkspace comes in. Talkspace is therapy for how we live every day. It's mobile, it's available when you need it, and it's affordable. If you are just checking out the Hey Fresh podcast, by the way, you can support us by subscribing to our sponsors, by calling them, by going to see them, and by buying their products. Talkspace online therapy makes taking care of your mental health more affordable 
affordable and convenient than ever before. Simply provide your preferences for therapy and Talkspace will match with one of the 3,000 therapists that very same day. Send your therapist unlimited text, audio, picture, or video messages from anywhere at any time and you'll hear back daily, five times per week. All you need is a computer with an internet connection or the Talkspace mobile app. It's convenient and easy to use. You no longer have to wait for your next appointment to talk about what's on your mind. With Talkspace, you can send unlimited messages to your dedicated therapist from the privacy of your device from somewhere at any time of day. If you're having a tough time, boop, you can always schedule a live video session with your therapist for extra support. We are all about that. Uh, Now you need to go to Talkspace.com backslash HeyFrage. Talkspace has more than 3,000 licensed therapists who are experienced in addressing the challenges we all face. To match with your perfect therapist for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, go to Talkspace.com slash Frage. Sorry, it's not the hey. Talkspace.com slash Frage. Make sure to use my code, which is Frage, F-R-A-S-E, to get $40 off your first month and show your support to this show. That's Frage, and it's Talkspace.com backslash phrase. We also have to thank Dr. Mintz. If you are suffering from PTSD, depression, uh, if you suffer from chronic pain, medical marijuana could be the answer to your health problems. Dr. Mintz is a licensed certified doctor in Maryland in D.C. He'll get you set up with everything, get you your medical marijuana card, get you your diagnosis. Boop! It's awesome. $250 one-time fee is all you need. But you might fall in love with Dr. Mintz and he does concierge medicine, which is like super amazing. You essentially, for around the $1,500 mark, you pay that fee one time, you get access to him 24-7 all year. So if like you need a prescription, no longer calling a doctor. You just, boop, call Dr. Mintz. He gets it for you, ASAP. DrMintz.com is his website. Go there, tell him Hey Fresh sent you. Um, but you can get cert- certified for medical marijuana, ASAP. It's awesome. It's like a miracle drug. You don't even have to smoke it. You can just like put a couple drops on your tongue, like under your tongue. Awesome. Handles everything. Love that. I love the whole like miracle of PTSD of of uh, medical marijuana for PTSD for anything that you need. Um, so we love that. Thank you to him. And then February twenty fourth, you guys probably have seen my struggles with uh, weight over the years. I went on my first diet when I was twelve years old, gained and lost one hundred and fifty pounds, and then at twenty nine years old, I found Robin Mize in Tacoma Park, Maryland, who is a mindful eating therapist. Robin helped me to quit binge eating. She healed my relationship with food. She helped me to stop yo yo dieting for good. And because of that, I ended up losing over 30 pounds. I've kept it off for five years. Many of you have messaged me that you've either taken on a mindful eating practice or you really want to learn more. Many of you have even gone to see Robin. So we decided to create our first ever mindful eating seminar. It's a three-hour class, February 24th from 1 to 4 p.m. at Arlington Arts Center in Arlington, Virginia. It's going to be a really fun, safe space course. Men and women are welcome. If you are tired of dieting, if you have gained and lost weight, if you hate yourself, Mindful eating is the answer. It worked for me, and I cannot wait to get into it in a much deeper capacity. Tickets are on sale right now. They're normally $150, but they're on sale for HeyFrage listeners, $125. Just go to eventbrite.com, or uh, it's heyfrage.com, and then boop, you'll see it there. But life-changing, and I can't wait to bring Robin to you, because sometimes it's expensive to see Robin one-on-one, but you're going to get a live session. You're going to get tons of takeaways that you can actually tangibly take home and start your practice of mindful eating. And uh, if you want to lose weight, for me, it was really the way that I found my natural weight. So I'm so excited about that class. I'm so excited for you. Yeah, Every time I you talk about wait. it, you're so passionate, and that means a lot to me. 
I, it, it literally, like when I tell people, and I'm sure I'll be emotional at that class, I could get emotional now because I struggled with my weights. I hated myself so much because I was an overweight kid and so much pressure was put on me. Yeah. And I, I mean, I tell people this, but when I was at Mount Holyoke, that's where I went to college, Mount Holyoke College, I took a journalism class. And at the end of the class, the journalism professor had a one-on-one meeting with you. And she said to me, what do you want to be? And I was like, oh, I want to be the white Oprah. Like, I totally yeah. want to be. And she's like, Sarah, they don't put fat women on TV. Like, she said this to me straight to my... And it was like soul crushing, soul crushing, and that what just the like hell spiraled me into like more diets and binge eating. I used. To- I hope you come in contact with her one day because I've had faculty members talk to me really like that, and it was it was soul crushing too. And I hope that you come in contact with her when you are the white Oprah. By the way, Oprah battled with weight forever, and she looks amazing. Let me tell you, when we sign this deal in New York or LA, I'm calling every motherfucker that ever, ever doubted, me. doubted. Like you know how you're not supposed to gloat. I'm gonna gloat the shit out of everybody. <laughs> uh, let me I'm tell you, gloat. I'm gonna send them all a big bag of dicks. I'm gonna say. No, let's be the bigger person. Let's send him a bag of, you know, edible arrangements. Are are you speaking to me? Coated with with jizz. (laughs) Dipped in jizz. I got so many people on my list. I'm sending you a big old cock for your mouth. Edible arrangements. (laughs) I'll have my people set that up, sir. I do not care. You doubt me? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Oh, the list is a growing. No, I'm just kidding. Anyway, uh, so I-, I love it so much because it literally, I what I want for people is like, and especially for women, I never wake up and think about calories. I used to count calories in and calories yes. out all the time. Yes. And like, I'd, my day was spent around when can I get to the gym? Like, when can I do this workout class? Which when can sucks. I do this? Like, yeah. It was torture. Yeah. And now I never think about food. I always find my weight. I listen to my, it's just Oh, I, I want that for other people. So I'm excited about it. All right. Um, let's talk about this B. Smith story because I'm dying to hear your opinion. Your grandmother has Alzheimer's. Yes. My mom made a living like she was able to stay at home because a woman with Alzheimer's who was their neighbor lived with us for years. For 10 years, my mom right. took care of her. So B. Smith was a famous restaurateur. She's still alive, but she's been battling Alzheimer's for six years. And it's it's advanced, really advanced to the point like I'm not sure maybe she recognizes her husband, but she doesn't really know a lot of people. And her husband, Dan Gasby, is 64 years old. He went public with his romance this week with Alex Lerner, who's 53, actually back in December, uh, in a post on Facebook that he shares with B. Smith, uh, who he's been married for 26 years. So he's now in a whole new relationship, still takes care of B. Smith. But this other woman occasionally comes from Manhattan, stays with them out in the Hamptons because that's where they live. And I think Paul Wharton was actually telling us when Paul comes back because he's in L.A. Yeah. um, I want to ask him about this. So essentially he mentioned the same exact storyline. And we're wondering, is that them that I I think it's them because I think he used to be friends with B. Smith. Well, then why wouldn't he just say the names? Oh, maybe he wasn't trying to release the name because he just announced the girlfriend. Exactly. And B. Oh. Smith used to have a restaurant here at Union Station in Washington, D.C. It's so, all coming together. All coming together. So what are your thoughts? He got trashed, by the way, online. People were like, fuck you. There's no way B. Smith would ever approve of this. You two are still married. Like your girlfriend coming over there and spending the night is disrespectful. He's like clapped back. His daughter. Rightfully so. His biological daughter, but she also says that B. Smith was essentially like her mom. Wow. What is she? Yeah. I want to hear her response. She is all for it. She says, it's great to see your father happy. And he says, I wish like hopefully none of you ever experienced taking care of a relative with Alzheimer's. It's awful. Awful. uh, He says that he is not stepping out on his wife. um, That he says uh, she also takes really good care of her. um, And it's about being compassionate to her, he says. So totally clapped back. This is okay. This is my thought. 
He's taken care of her for four years. That's amazing. He's allowed to be happy again. And he should be happy. And I think if this makes him happy and his, he has blessings from his daughter, I think he has every right to go on with a relationship. The only reason he's making it public is because he's a public figure and his wife was. You don't have to, re- like, I hate when people try to get involved in these people's lives. Then again, he's still married, so I think he should get an annulment from his wife and carry on that. If he's worried really? about the sanctity of marriage. But he's he's suppo- he's still taking care of her. Do you know what that type of work that is to take care of somebody who has Alzheimer's? I watch my mom do it every day with my grandmother. It's a lot of work. By the way, people on um, Facebook Live are saying that it's not so easy to get um, divorced or an annulment from someone with dementia because she can't actually sign, sign the papers. So he can't do it. Really uh, good point. This is why I like doing Facebook Live so people can open my eyes to these things. That's so true. He said to critics on Monday, the idiots and ignorant people calling for my arrest and saying B is or has been abused. I only wish someone in your immediate family has Alzheimer's so you can see and feel the experience, the pain of millions of people across the country so you can know firsthand what it's like to care for someone 24 7 365 damn i love my life my wife but i can't let her take away my life he added five to ten years from now when many of you who will have an almost predestined meeting with alzheimer's because of genetics obesity and a maraud of inflammatory diseases you'll be wishing for someone to share moments with too damn it's like wishing that on us this is I totally honestly, Paul's friend because he said that he's yes. dating a white woman. This is totally and she's them. a white woman, yeah. And he and B- Dan Gatsby, yeah. B. Smith's husband, is also blaming it on race. He bas- he says that people wouldn't be shitting this hard if the, if it if was she a, wasn't white. Look, love is blind. He fell in love with another woman. If she she's actually helping, like she has a room in the he's in the house. She's not moving in, so she comes. She helps. He has a good relationship with her. This probably is like the one little glimmer in his life that brings him happiness. So. I don't see anything wrong with it. I asked no. Dan today. I was like, what would you do? And He's he was like, oh, I would definitely wife. have a girlfriend. And then I said, okay, great. So you don't mind if I have a boyfriend? Then he got really upset. <laughs> was, I'm like, when the tables are turned. Yeah. Then he's like, no, I don't want you moving in a guy here. Look, she still has a special place in his heart. I'm sure. Gatsby's still taking care of her. They I still know. live together. He, They're obviously not having sex together because she can't. It is a tough one. It's he's a still a really man difficult. with manly needs. Yeah, it's a really difficult place. But hey, it's not our place to judge. It's their life. And all we can say is... Well, and they're young, too. Like, he's family. in his like, right. early 60s. Like, if, if he were 78 or 75 and right. he's out there knocking boots and trying to get right. like... Dude, okay, enough. You know? Yeah, he still has at least 20 good years of loving on him. Yeah, I mean... Oh. Damn. I don't know. People are upset about that, though. They think it's awful. That he shouldn't be on. Clay, by the way, says, Tully made me so glad I'm never having children. Had no idea you could be so sleep deprived. Uh, you invent your own nanny and friend. It's so disturbing. Um, Spoiler okay. alert. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Spoiler alert on Tully the movie. Tully. Don't watch it. It's awful. Uh, I love this story of a woman who took earpods, the iPad earpods. And by the way, if you want to see some of the pictures, you can follow me at HeyFrage on Instagram. We'll put a lot of the pictures out there uh, later today. AirPod Craze has now taken to a new function of AirPod earrings. This woman has gone viral. It's at Blood Orgy on Twitter. Yikes. Creepy name. <laughs> but the earrings are awesome, don't you think? So describe them, AJ. What are they? So AirPods, do you want me to describe AirPods or do you want me to describe the earrings? The earrings. I think they're almost like a play on making fun of the AirPods because AirPods are now like, you're not cool if you don't have AirPods. Like, do you even AirPod, bro? Okay. So Mm. uh, uh, me? No, I don't have a pair of AirPods. Do you? I do. I just haven't, I haven't, I haven't um, like hooked them up. Your Bluetooth. Why not? Because I just feel like I'm going to lose them. They're going to fall out of my ears, but everyone says that they don't. So everyone says they're pretty sturdy. I'm going to, I'm going to get into the AirPods starting tomorrow. 
I doubt it. Um, first off, I think you should, if anything, you shouldn't wear your AirPods. You should just turn them into earrings. So basically, it's just a little hook and then it has a little um, a little chain and the AirPods are like upside down and they just like dangle. They're dangling AirPods. Dangling, dangling. They're so cool. And then she takes the chains and right, she like puts the AirPods in her ears. So well, now she you'll never, never lose them. them. I mean, okay. it's basically like old people that put that, um, you know, what is little, it? Like, like your glasses. glasses. Yeah. And I love the glasses that clip in the front where they like, they take them off like a doctor or whatever and they clip them down here. I hate those. Like, why the fuck do you need those? Like, seriously? I'm probably going to have them though, but I hate them. Oh, me too. Please. I'm going to wear all the things. Life you're alert. Gonna, everything. I'm going to have all the fucking you're gonna chains lose, on. You're like the basket case that loses everything on your head. Bluetooth, where are my glasses? Bluetooth in the ear, ear po- bo- pods for earrings. Like, so if I lose one, I can just pop the others in. Oh, right Life in. alert. What else? My insulin. Like whatever, right. <laughs> whatever okay. I need. Oh, God. Too far. Um, the, yeah, but we'll get ourselves a pair. But it's going to be a fake one. Like they're not going to be real AirPods. I can't afford it. They're insane. How, um, much, how much is a pair? Forty five. Well, I think when you buy the new like iPhone, I don't know. Do they come with it? The new iPhone. The new iPhones are like over a thousand dollars. So, do they come with those? I don't know. I, I got the new iPhone. It only goes with iPhone seven, I eight, think and like 10? ten. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. The 10. With the maybe with the ten. Hashtag I'm a peasant. I hate how Apple is so, they just judge people if you don't have the newest iPhone, which is a joke. It's not even that great of a phone, guys. Wow. Okay, there goes another endorsement. <laughs> so there goes Apple. <laughs> so I love these two women. You were right, by the way. Two women are racking up thousands of followers on Instagram. They're both named Claire. Now they're beefing over, quote, dick run plagiarism. When we're talking about dick run, we're talking about a 33-year-old woman from New Jersey named Claire was interviewed by Vice for her viral running roots, which are formed into the shape of a penis and sometimes into a hand masturbating the penis. Like, what kind of time do you have on on your hands that you plan a route like go to their instagrams and look because it's hysterical og underscore score dick underscore run and she's got one up there like fairly recently of a hand over the penis give me the name again og underscore dick underscore run underscore claire c-l-a-i-r-e c-l-a-i-r-e yep Okay, they've got so much time on their hands. I don't even have enough time to run two okay. miles. These chicks have thousands of followers. 12,900 followers. And look, she makes a di- she runs in the shape of a penis and it has hair. I can't. I can't. Okay. I all, okay. love them. Let me just, let me, okay. I love gonna, both of them. They're beefing, by the way, because Dick underscore run underscore Claire says that she is the originator of this idea. And then OG Dick run Claire started <laughs> after her. And they're like she's beefing. Like, she's like, bitch, I'm the OG. First off, Okay, you know the, see those little lines, the hair? Yes. That means she literally just ran 0.3 miles one way, ran back 0.3 miles another way. And guess what? She did that 10 times, looking like an idiot out here. No, I don't support this. This is stupid. How much time do you have? Oh, my God. I think it's a You know riot. what? That's one way. <laughs> this one's ejaculating. Okay. Awesome. I mean, who has the time? They, and essentially, OG Dick Run Claire is challenging Dick Run Claire to a dick off. Like, like, let's see who can make the best dick design. What is that? Like three dicks in one? What? Yeah. Okay. Oh, my God. Who's got the time? Oh, you know okay. Now I'm actually proud of her. I thought this was like 26 miles. No, it's 3.57 miles of pure conjoined schlong. Okay. You know what? She's funny. I'm back on. I'm back on. <laughs> oh, my God. Dick Run Claire goes, what up, Chicago? Glad I got stuck out to get a, quote, handle on my surroundings. This was a cold and snowy run. Just flurries. But it was much needed after a day of sitting on a plane and sitting in meetings. And I found a CrossFit box for the morning. And it's all in the shape of a dick with a hand on it. 
This run, she wrote out future is female. I cannot, <laughs> y'all. These women are badass. Look at this. I love it. They oh, my God. Nasty. nasty. <laughs> they run in designs. Oh, my God. That's epic. I just don't know who has 8. the time. 8.46 miles. And you're drawing. You're you're doing art while running. What is happening with that dick? Wow, it's limp dick. Four days until the weekend. <laughs> hashtag dick run. Brilliant. Oh, my God. Simon draw dick says brilliant limp dick. Clap, clap. <laughs> Sarah, why don't you do this? Oh, that's right. You don't. <laughs> I'm doing a vagina. Um, Look at this. The one is jizzing on Trump. Like, who has time? This is amazing. First of all, I don't want to run this far. I'll bike it. I'll bike out of vagina. Do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious You Natural Conception for her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavored. Oh my, this is now my favorite thing to take. It's a fertility aid. If you haven't heard about them, they are unbelievable with thousands of five-star reviews on Amazon. Go and read them for yourself. And they're famous for their Conception for Her and Conception for Him formula, which Schman, my hubby, has been taking for over a month because it takes two to tango. Conception for Her Fertility Aid is a well-researched baby. They have ingredients like ashkawanda, zinc, magnesium that can help you on that journey to have a healthy baby. So what are you waiting for? Go and order now. You're going to love it, and I want to hear from you. Check out You Natural on Amazon and use code FRASER20 for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle. That's EU Natural on Amazon, or follow the link on our website for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle with the promo code Frasier 20. That's F R A S E R. The number's two zero. How ironic! I love this. Got a new podcast for you to listen to. Yes, I do. It's the Dr. John Delani Show. Schman and I were actually playing a clip from Dr. John's podcast because he was doing the topic of our youth travel sports ruining families. Well, Dr. John Delani has over 20 years of sitting with families and dealing with hurting people and mental health issues. He has a PhD in counseling. Delani walks alongside real people as they navigate tough decisions. And this is actually something that I really enjoy about his show. It's caller driven. I I feel like I'm going to have to get a caller driven show, Dr. John. I love this. Anyway, listen to the Dr. John Delani show wherever you get your podcast, or you can follow the link in the description of this podcast episode. I always make it very, very easy to find my sponsors and people that I partner with. So start downloading and listening today to the Dr. John Delani podcast. Enjoy. Hero Breads. Oh my gosh. Chef's kiss. Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby. Every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, a little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, That's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. (laughs) Hero Breads right now offering 10% off. Go to hero.com. Co. Enter the promo code TSFS. You are getting 10% off. Now, Hero Bread is so delicious and flavorful, soft, fluffy. In fact, so fluffy that KJ loves it, slathered with butter and cinnamon every day. They're known for their products to have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar, and high in fiber. So what are you waiting for? Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code TSFS at checkout. That's TSFS at H-E-R-O dot C-O. 
10 years ago, I lost 60 pounds mindful eating, and today I have kept the weight off. I never think about food. I never count calories. Honey, I don't even use one of those darn trackers or apps. I live with food freedom, and I want that for you if you are ready and you want it. And that's where My Optimal Body comes into play. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment, and be sure to let them know that the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. That is myoptimalbody.com to request an appointment. Why I wanted to partner with Dr. Applin is because he is a doctor that gets to the cellular and gut reason of why you can't lose weight and keep it off. They also work with your mental capacity as well. So many of us are emotional eaters. They address that and their clients see long-term success. If you are ready to lose weight, keep it off, and you don't want to do crazy Ozempic, myoptimalbody.com and tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you. Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 minutes. Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until six. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right. You will be too. Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. I mean, really, do you want to do this? Oh, okay, she has corgis. corgis. Okay, I'm with her. And she drinks Miller Lite from the <laughs> from a bag. I love her. Oh, are, she did the poop emoji. Oh, my God. You know what? The opportunities here are endless. No one loves a turd like I do, so here's a poop emoji run. That shit was hard. <laughs> If you rock a hair tie on your wrist, doctors are warning you you could be cutting off circulation, which could lead to other cardiovascular uh, issues later in life. Our intern is like, oh, uh, I think I've got several. Um, (laughs) Yeah, hair ties, uh, often they say that women, this is according to wellandgood.com, women wear too tight black or colorful um, hair bracelets on their wrists, thinking they look cute or totally forgetting about it. They often say that women will sometimes sleep with them on, which it cuts off the blood supply. Now, immediately it can make your finger, like your um, arm go numb, you know, like you kind of sat on your arm for too long. I've left it on overnight many a times, and I just wake up with like a, with a limp hand, and then you just take the thing off. You're like, ow, move it's on. It's about cardiovascular prevention. So, health over time, though, this has health. This has, it hurts your health. Yeah, that's what they're saying. Could potentially now they're saying, uh, yeah. And if you continue to cut off your blood supply, that could lead to bigger problems later on. What about choking during sex? Seems like a Is weak like, warning. In the, in the future, we would have problems in circulation. What about that? Yeah, I don't know. Choking to me, you got to go light. You got all those little like bones in your neck and everything. No. Like, ugh. I'm not admitting to you. I don't know. How is little it? Things. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> Someone tell I mean, me. Not I for mean, me. I'm, I'm, I'm just, innocent over here. I'm wondering. <laughs> Asking for a friend. Oh my god! Does anyone own a Peloton bike? Hell no. Three thousand dollars for one of those well, things. Hello, that's why I don't own one. Who I got. I got. Nothing like, seems worse. Me. You want a bike in your house? Oh. 
Now, I have an old one that I adopted. It was a hand-me-down, as is a lot of my stuff. And it was a Peloton bike. No, Sarah. It was like a no-name brand bike. It still has. It's like from the 80s. I wear leg warmers when I do Okay, it. so it's like one of those old bikes that like, in, it's stationary. Stationary bike. Yeah, it's just a really old one. But then you see these commercials for Peloton and you're just like, how OD are you? Well, yesterday on Twitter, uh, Clue Haywood is the Instagram account that just started nonstop making fun of Peloton Um, and essentially (laughs) saying like their commercials are so ridiculous. Like they're always in a solarium, like this all glass solarium home in L.A. And it's beautiful. And they wake up in the morning and it's like sunshine and 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 like Peloton commercials. Like, where do you want to be this morning? What do you want to do? It's just you against yourself. Like, let's go. And then they get on the bike in this multimillion dollar home and people are like. Here it is. I just love the music that they have just like pumping you up. Look at this. Someone's in a New York City high rise. What? Maybe I'm a division one athlete. Yes. Or a father of two. Oh. Maybe I run marathons. Maybe I run marathons, Sarah. Maybe I do dick runs. Nothing at all. Maybe what I do doesn't matter. Look, they're like. Maybe all that matters is what I do next. So this guy totally makes fun of it. He goes, hey, I had a carpenter build a $9,000 finished wood riser for my Peloton bike in my glass-enclosed Zen Garden home gym. And, like, he just rips on their commercials nonstop, which I think is funny (laughs) because it is true. I mean, they do pump me up. Like, I do love the commercials. But the reality is we're all ordering them for, like, a tiny-ass apartment that does not look out over, you know, Central Park. Guess what? They bought a good marketing team. And they're marketing the shit out of those bikes that cost $3,000. How much do you think they cost to make? Um, Not three k. No, I highly doubt it. <laughs> highly doubt it. You know, if you buy, if you, here's the cheap version, okay? I'm always looking for the deals and steals. You get an, an old used bike. Yep. You get your iPad, which can also be used. You <laughs> buy the Peloton app and you just take the classes on your shitty bike. Hello. Do you make it stationary? Are you going to put it up on cinder blocks or whatever so the tires just go like, like you're all like... You just are moving. You're just on bikes. You're yeah. stationary. The shit out of that Peloton yeah. bike. Let's we, go. We can get you a Peloton design for a lot less. Like 500 bikes. Oh my God, Less you're than right. that, Sarah. Let's go for 200. Uh, four things that are popping is everything that's popping in pop culture news. We're going to get to that. And then we have Lauren Hoff here. She wrote an article that went viral and she is a female, she was a female cable guy. One of the first of her kind. She installed cable in Northern Virginia for more than 10 years. And she writes about all the crazy bananas crap that happened to her, including doing cocaine with a alleged Russian mobster in McLean, Virginia, going to Dick Cheney's house and then confronting him about waterboarding. <laughs> going to crazy cat ladies' houses who hoarded cats and then like she left smelling like cat piss. The stories are insane. So the article has just like gone crazy. And then we have her on today to talk about some of the stories and she saw. And I love this because she's an unconventional woman. You know, she's working in like a man's world in this yes. cable world for years. How she did it, how her body held up. It's it's just so f- amazing, the stories. And going down into people's basements and what you find in their basements, including human beings. And petrified cats. What the fuck would you do if you go down there? <laughs> like, that's crazy. So Lauren Huff is going to be on the show. Uh, Maroon 5 has not has decided not to do any Super Bowl press conferences, getting even further backlash. They're donating $5,000. They made the announcement they're doing a $500,000 $500, donation. But uh, people are really pissed. They're going to donate it to Big Brothers, Big Sisters. But a lot of people feel that um, Maroon 5 is not going to speak to the press because they're going to get so many questions and backlashes about Colin Kaepernick because a lot of people did not want them to perform 
Well, but they don't want to perform because they don't think that they stand for Colin Kaepernick. Right. Exactly. That uh. they should stand with him. Travis Scott, by the way, who's Kylie Jenner's uh, longtime boyfriend, he's also performing. Big Boy from Outcast is also performing. Um, but they all have continued to get a ton of backlash. Look, can we get over this? They're donating like million over a million dollars to charity of which they don't say is their choice they say the nfl is backing all of the let's donate to charity they're saying that they had no choice in doing big big brother big big sister i mean i you know that's a really tough one i think i don't know i mean it'll be interesting to see what the backlash is for maroon five does this right. affect their does Dales it affect their sales i mean because rihanna said she wouldn't do it she like cardi b cardi b a lot of people turn them down in solidarity you know, you're donating I, charity. Overall, I good thing. Totally. Uh, you know what? I I think the kneeling was great. I think it was completely fine. I w- am all for Colin Kaepernick. So, but you know, at the same time, the NFL is a massive machine, yeah. and they're not going to look. I mean, they've now had record. They've had record views and like record yeah. amount of people watching NFL games this year after they cut out all kneeling. That's like, shitty. I mean, that's shitty. But right. like, people are going to watch football they're going to what i thought that for sure and it was for a while when they were showing the kneeling it was it was impactful like it was in people's faces but the minute those ratings started dropping boom all of it's gone and now now the record ratings are back they actually said that they stopped the uh the government shutdown so that people could go back to work and the nfl could play the super bowl they said it's only for the super bowl now that's a big conspiracy theory yeah why because what do they need for the super bowl well, like all the workers and stuff that help make it run, somehow it's connected to the government and people were off and they really? couldn't. Yeah. So they said the only reason the NFL paid off the government to open it back up just for the Super Bowl. Fascinating. Which would be nuts. Uh, the models that were for uh, Fire Festival, or as I call it, Fry Festival, all the time. You've probably <laughs> watched both documentaries on Hulu and Netflix. They're, they're mind-blowing. If you haven't, it's about Billy McFarlane, who scammed people out of thousands of dollars, was going to have this uh, music festival in the Bahamas with Ja Rule. But they, um, they're they saying that Emily Ratatowski, Kendall Jenner, Bella Hadid, and many others could be subpoenaed to show how much money was paid to them to go down there and model because they're trying to figure out who and where all the $26 million that Billy McFarden defrauded from <laughs> investors and people, ticket payers, where that money like actually went. $26 million from investors. $26 million was raised through investors, much of which was used to attract talent that failed to uh, even you know produce the event. Not that it was on Kendall Jenner and them to produce, but on Billy McFarlane. Isn't that crazy? I'm putting this out that Kendall and... They both got, I mean, Kendall and Gigi probably made three mil each for the commercials. Well, they're saying that um, they believe at this point that McFarlane played, paid $5.3 million to talent so that they would it's, influence. Yeah, which is huge. I mean, isn't that crazy? And now so, they got to pay it back. Well, that's what if I'm wondering. Told. I'm wondering, but I don't think that would be the case. I don't know. Like, I wonder if Kendall Jenner and Bella Hadid, are they on the hook for paying that money back? They can't. I mean, that was like three years ago you're right and they didn't know that it was a fraud and they probably had contract signed so they're probably not you know liable for any money lost we talked about this but jesse smollett from empire everybody knows trending yesterday all day on twitter he was allegedly involved in a racist hate crime according to police in a homophobic um beating uh they assaulted him around 2 a.m tuesday morning outside of a subway in chicago according to tmz two white men wearing ski masks allegedly shouted this is maga country placed a noose around smollett's neck beat him and left him with a fractured rib uh, given the severity of the allegations, police in Chicago said that they were doing everything to uh, investigate. And as I mentioned this morning, the updates were that police say they've reviewed, reviewed hours of footage and so far cannot find the attack. 
They're not saying it's not true. They're just saying, where's the proof? Where's the proof? They also say that when they showed up, uh, someone initially had called 911 from an apartment where Smollett was staying. When they got there, Smollett asked them to turn off their body cameras, which, I mean, I, I that's think... That's normal protocol for a celebrity. I think that's all fine, yeah. I mean, it'll be interesting. Now, though, it's trending Jesse Smollett fake. Oh, my God. So he just did that for publicity or for no, the show? I cannot believe no it. No way. I cannot believe that that's true. I, I'm sure he wouldn't make that up. But some people are saying that because of what Chicago PD have put out. But I, I think it's just like they're just keeping people updated. It'll be interesting to see as the story unfolds. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think anybody would do that, to go that far with a fake story like that. I know. And people are so disgusted on social media as they should be. I can't believe people are actually suggesting the attack on Jesse Smollett was fake or, quote, he must have done something. You all make me sick. Um, so anyway, hopefully they'll make an arrest. Hopefully they'll get to the bottom of it. And I guess they ended up saying that these letters that showed up yeah. to the set of Empire before now were fake. Is that what they're saying? They're saying that the letters actually yeah didn't exist, which said you're going to die. Had a picture of Jesse uh, in a noose, which is essentially what happened in the um, in the attack. So like it was all predetermined. Wow. But now they're saying there was no notes. And I know that's going to be hard to tell. It would be interesting as it all unfolds. Um, and Celine Dion is advising people to leave her weight alone and also her relationship. The 50-year-old is dating her 32-year-old boyfriend, Pepe Munoz. Pepe. Pepe. I, want my, I want my own Pepe. Um, she says her weight is just fine. She's gotten a ton of backlash for her slimmer fame, uh, frame. And uh, she's finally addressing her relationship with her toy boy, Pepe. Apparently says, they're not exclusive. He just follows her around. Oh, really? Yeah. Good follow, good person to follow around. So they just, she just like hangs out with him. Yeah, like whenever she wants him, like a, not not I'm not really a sex slave, but like, but her toy boy. Like she's much older. She had a very serious relationship. She's probably still in love with her deceased husband, and you know she's able to have fun. I would I, do the same. Get same out thing. there and have a blast. She also says she's enjoying wearing couture fashion. So hot couture that make her feel beautiful, strong, fearless, and feminine. Even if it was just for me, you cannot please everyone all at the same time. She says, "Happen." She's yes. so tiny, though. Honestly, she's just <laughs> she's really tiny. Um, yeah. Anyway, she describes uh, Pepe also as her best friend. Um, and anyway, that they are hanging out. If you and Shmana weren't as close to your wedding as you are now, I would suggest that you guys do like a, a friend. Not exclusive. You go back to like um, what? Like you're not exclusive. You go back to open relationship. Yeah. What are we doing? Dating yeah. other open, people? Yeah, open relationship. Oh yeah, Schman is not going to be here for that. No, he's your fuck booty. Oh yeah, right. Friends with <laughs> benefits. Okay, I wish. FWB. He's the most monogamous. Oh my god. No way. It always amazes me when I because I uh, you know I went. To I think it'd be awesome if he had a girlfriend and, right now, but he like I never would. No, you don't think so. Well, you guys are very, no. you're approaching your wedding, so. No, he's in love with soccer. That's his true love. <laughs> That's his true love, yeah. I'm just like, I'm also there. I'm always saying that. First um, comes soccer. Look, let's get Lauren Huff on the line. Lauren Huff uh, currently lives in Texas, but she lived in Northern Virginia for many, many years, worked for a cable company, which she will not name, and installed cable in very famous people's homes from everyone from Dick Cheney to an alleged re Russian mobster. And she wrote an article in December for Huff Post that continues to go viral about her experience as a female cable woman.
It's so good. We loved her. We wanted to ask her all the stories. And you can also read the article, too. Um, we'll tell you it's uh, the title of the article for HuffPost. Let me find it for you. Is I was a cable guy. I saw the worst of America. But Lauren is on the phone with us, and we, we got to talk to her earlier. So, Lauren, we want to hear all about it. So you got a lot of reaction for this article. And and when I was reading it, I just could not believe the shit you saw, including you go in to I guess you were talking about splitters, how most like that's a huge issue for people. But anyway, you go to this woman's house. You're going to fix her cable. And a lot of times you have to go into these people's basements. And in one instance, you go down there to find a man in a cage. Yeah, that was that was kind of surprising. Like people buy sex toys. And they'll put them in their basement, and I'd seen them before, but, like, it's like exercise equipment. Like, eventually laundry just gets piled up on it. Whatever you buy, you're not going to use that. It seems like a great idea. Um, But, yeah, every once in a while, and it was pretty rare, I think maybe three the entire time I was working, you'd find, like, a full, and only one was a sex worker. One were a couple gay guys, and they had, like, this huge dungeon built out in their basement. Oh, my God. I can't believe, you know, when you were describing all these events, like, then you talk about out in McLean, Virginia. In fact, you give the road that the Russian mobster lived on. You go into his house. You also say, look, I've got to go to your basement. And he essentially talks you into doing coke with him before (laughs) going downstairs, which I would have done, too, out of the sheer, like, oh, my God, is this guy going to kill me? I know. How do you know? I didn't. He, he wasn't a friendly, like, do coke with me thing. It was, you should do this. So... Yeah, but also, like, how do you go back to work and tell your boss? So what happened was, I, I yeah. It didn't mean I to get high today, up. but here we are. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess what was fascinating is, like, you talk about, and I could really relate to in the article, that working for the cable company that you worked for was really difficult because they treated you guys, like, basically numbers in, numbers out. Didn't matter what the weather was. It, they disregarded your safety. It was like, just go and get as many people serviced for their cable as possible. So... Did your company, when you left, know some of these stories that had happened? I mean, the guys I worked with do, but not really. I, I went to HR about one guy once, and they all they did was move him to, there's a network tech, so you have to call every time you need help. So anytime I had to call a network tech, it was him that showed up, so I just stopped <sighs> calling him. Um, yeah, they sort of knew, but they sort of didn't. I, I don't think they cared at all. It was all just very strange. They just cared about numbers. Yeah. Uh, I was looking through Facebook trying to find when I was trying to write that piece because and I posted on Facebook like I don't I don't even remember 10 years and I was trying to figure that out. And uh, one of the guys was like, hey, do you remember when you went to the massage parlor? And I'm like, OK, so everything that happened was just stupid is the thing that I it's not that nothing happened. It's that it was all just jumbled together. Yeah, that's how I started writing the piece. It's just like, I don't remember things that happened which year when. It was all just ridiculous. That's insane. And I wanted to get into your experience just overall. And now you bring out a couple of the most craziest. But what for you was the absolute most outlandish that you felt the most uncomfortable? And can you get it a little bit into more deeper than the art- article gets into it? <laughs> yeah, it's hard to figure out what was the most I mean, they, they all, the ones that you described in the article yeah. are the one where the man pulls his penis out, Dick Cheney. Yeah, it was, it was sex all cage. pretty outlandish. And then it was dealing with this company where I, I went to a customer's house one time and they died. So what? I 
called the dispatcher and was like, I can't do the install here because the customer is deceased. And she's like, okay, I'll cancel it. Then yeah, yeah, please. the project manager who'd made the sale called and was like, you can't just cancel this call. The customer's dead. I can't. What, am, what do you want me to do here? Like, no I one can't watching cable. Dead person's cable <laughs> right. and send them a bill. And oh, my God. He's like, well, you can't just cancel the job. They're dead. So he hung up. And then my boss called and was like, you need to call me before you cancel jobs. What? They're dead. <laughs> Where do you so, even turn at that point? Yeah, I just threw my next cell and oops, lost signal. Sorry. Tell us about the time I, that you actually met Dick Cheney and what happened. It was just bizarre. It wasn't the only time. Like, if you've lived in Northern Virginia, he just kind of haunts the McLean area. He'll show up at Starbucks. Everybody's got a Dick Cheney story. Um, I think it haunts because it just it feels like that. When I worked at a, there was that Best Buy on a Route Seven right next to 495, and I think it's gone now because there was no place to park. But there was a Borders and a Best Buy next door, and I worked at Best Buy, and he kept showing up to the Borders next door, which was just <laughs> this Dick Cheney. Yeah. Like, he's not he's not really supposed to be a Borders. I don't know. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, and then I, <laughs> I got the call to show. It was this long-running joke that they kept sending me to the Cheney's house, and I was the socialist at work who hated Republicans and I had to be their camel guy. So yeah, my boss was thrilled when he was like, I was sending you to Dick's house. It was, it was bizarre. And then, yeah, just pulling up. It's, it just doesn't seem like he should be living on a normal street in a normal neighborhood. And you, you know, you go in, you're, you're fixing the cable and he actually walks into the office. And I, I think you, it was so funny what you said to him because I would completely have like just a mouth fart too and be like, um, <laughs> that would be so, uh, you did a really great. How did, what did you say, end up saying? I, I did okay. I was, oh man, I was so happy. I was almost out of there and hadn't seen him. Like, it was it was going to be okay. I was going to keep my job. I wasn't going to meet Darth Vader. And then he walked in, and I tried so hard to not say anything. And then I just panicked and made that waterboarding comment of, all right, well, waterboard me. It's still going to take two weeks. <laughs> yeah, he was basically getting a little irritated, right? Because you were saying, look, it's going to take two weeks to, like, fully fix your cable. And he sort of made some remark, and you said, well, you know, waterboard me. But regardless, it's going to take two <laughs> Yeah, it was his assistant, or I don't know who the guy was. It was just the guy who, like, meets you at the door and you follow him around and he talks a lot and tries to sound important. But, yeah, Dick wasn't really paying attention to me until I said, until the guy was like, well, do you know who this is? You know this is the vice president, and so, uh, I'm an idiot. But I kept my job, so. <laughs> and what years to what years were you installing cable in Northern Virginia? I got hired there in 2004, and I was in the call center for a year before I went outside. Um, the call center was no better. It was actually a little bit worse. People are meaner over the phone than they are in person. Yeah. So a lot of times you'd see I raid on a work order, and they'd just be a perfectly normal human in person. They're just, I don't think anybody's their best when they have to call customer service. But when you're working customer service, it gets really, really hard to deal with. You can't just, like, go out to your van and scream next call comes in um so but yeah after a year i moved over to to the the field part of it being a cable guy and i did that till 2004 till 2015 
Damn. Well, I mean, look, the article is so good. It's in the Huffington Post. We'll put it on Um, You must be so happy to see the Time's Up in the Me Too era because, you know, obviously one of the things that stands out is all the abuse you took as a out lesbian woman um, where men at work, your people that you're going into their home felt comfortable calling you a man, trying to call you Larry. I mean, I thought you really handled yourself with a lot of grace, but you I'm sure like all of us, you were like, oh, God, if we were in the era of Me Too, you'd be like owning that place. I doubt it, though. Like Me Too, I'm extremely grateful for all the work people are doing. I think people in normal everyday jobs, like home health care nurses, nurses in hospitals are you know, people who, who just work your everyday average jobs, it, it's kind of being missed there. Mm, I agree. Yeah, it, it's get, it gets highlighted in the world of media, TV stations, big, you know, executives. Um, but yeah, we are yeah. losing the, the momentum, it seems like. You're right, in a hospital setting, in, um, in a cable setting, you know? I mean, it's, it's really remarkable that you were a cable woman out there installing cable because you just don't see that a lot. It's weird, but everybody was always surprised if they realized I was a woman, that I was a woman. So a lot of people pleasantly, because, you know, I don't want a guy walking through my house half the time. And so, yeah, it's it's nice when a woman shows up. But, yeah, it was, well, it was one of me. Lauren, I have one last question for you. Was there any um, incident, you know, because you cover so many in the article, but was there any incident that you left out? You know, you talk about the crazy cat hoarding woman that had a dead mummified cat. Oh, my God, that was the crazy. I mean, that you, you know, you... <laughs> left there reeking of cat piss, but it was there another incident that you can tell us about that stood out? There wasn't just one cat hoarder, um, but hoarders of any type. You'd walk into a house that seemed completely normal from the outside, and there would be pathways, very thin pathways cut through piles of boxes, magazines, everything. And they have that show on TV, the hoarders thing. Yep, love that show. Great. So you guys have sort of seen what they look like. You haven't smelled it. Oh. There's a, there, and everyone is distinct, and everyone is very memorable. It's the hoarders that stand out to me most, and those were the most horrifying. People live like that. Lauren, you're inspiring. We absolutely laughed. We empathized with you. The article was great. I think it's just so brave for women that you spent so many years in an industry that's male-driven. You came out a stronger person for it. Tell us, um, tell the audience where people can follow you. Mostly on Twitter. I kept my Instagram private. I have to have something that's private. Um, <laughs> I'm at, um, <laughs> I'm at Lauren's uh, Huff. Um, just the name of my spelling was the uh, in between. I don't know. I was stoned and I thought Huffman. <laughs> <laughs> my, my entire life, I thought it was the like the Scottish version of the Germanic term, which meant high. And I thought that was funny, but it turns out it just means hill. So... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Lauren, you're a riot. We can't wait to see where your success goes. Everyone needs to read the Huffington Post article. And it was the Huffington Post title is I was a cable guy. I saw the worst of America. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you very much. It was fun. Bye, Lauren. Bye. See ya. Bye. She is so awesome. You guys definitely check her out. It's Lauren Huff on Twitter. And of course, uh, as you know, it's the article on um, Huffington Post. I was a cable guy. I saw the worst of America. All right. Age, we're out. Everybody loves your jacket. Oh, do they? If everybody loves it. You guys, you're amazing. Be sure to head over to iTunes. Leave us a five-star review. Hey, Fresh Podcast. Tell us what you love about the show. Bye, everybody. We'll see you Monday. Love you lots. Bye, everybody.
Sorry, give it to me. The Kiss Pod. Rock the Kiss Pod. Oh! <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Rock the Rock the Kiss Pod. See you next week, everybody. Definitely an actress. Oh! We're cutting it. Cutting it. Cutting it.